get myself a Lincoln Got me plotting, got me plotting, got me thinking, got me thinking How can I come up and get myself a Lincoln out of Continental? Hey, this is Tony Boss Bowling coming to you from the Lincoln Attic Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Jason ODB, a.k.a. the Lincoln Addict. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. I know it's been a while, and uh, every time I promise I'm going to try to you know, get the rhythm going, it's uh, seem, things seem to kind of get derailed. But uh, rest assured, Lincoln Attic Podcast is still going to continue, and uh, I'm carving out time to basically do it more often. So leave it at that. And uh, hold me to it. Let's get another one out in a couple weeks. But first up, uh, we've got this episode, uh, which almost is starting to fall into like winter, spring, summer, fall, you know, that whole deal. And uh, want to just say that this podcast is brought to you by our family at Devious Customs. Uh, please go out if you're looking for some uh, parts to either airbag your car or even some replacement style factory parts like for dashes and whatnot, uh, custom door panels, you name it. Jeff at Devious Customs pretty much has it all. And if he doesn't, he's plotting and planning on working on putting it out. So say that 10 times fast. But uh, DeviousCustoms.com or Devious Customs on Facebook or Instagram. Also, huge shout out to our family at Colorado Custom Wheels. Uh, if you want to replace those awesome old school hubcaps with a wheel that uh, is billet that looks just like the hubcap, or maybe you want to switch it up and do something different, go out to Colorado Custom. That's Colorado Custom, just how it sounds, dot com, or click the link in their Instagram bio. The website is recently totally refreshed. When you go to one-offs or you go to wheels, you're going to see everything they offer. And Michael and team arguably has the best customer service in the entire industry. The wheels are made here in the good old US of A. So huge shout out, Devious Customs and Colorado Custom Wheels. So, wow. Um, Like I said, this year has been crazy. I could almost do a whole podcast on just where 2020 has been or how, you know, you know, what's transpired this year. So let's not even get into all that madness that pretty much consumes most of our our lives and days and things like that. Sports have been canceled. Obviously, the COVID stuff has, has really impacted that, and it's also impacted some car shows. But one show or one get-together that it's not going to impact is the Raddies and their Rat Fest, which is coming up. Yeah, you heard that right. And I'm proud to tell you on this episode, I've got Rusty Wall. We're going to roll into his audio just in a little while. Uh, Rusty's been pretty much in my mind. I get locked in with who the next guest is going to be. And, you know, he's West Coast. I'm East Coast. Started a new career. Had a lot going on this year. And bottom line is, I didn't want to jump over those guys. And, uh, you know, fast forward and it's been all this time. And boom, we've got Rusty Wall. Again, we'll roll into that audio Really positive guy, loves the Lincolns, and I can tell you what, arguably, he's getting the biggest gatherings together in the U.S., pretty much anywhere, of Lincolns, whether they're stock, LCOC members, airbagged, static drop, you name it, this guy, as well as his buddy Roberto, he, he's got a little, I think he's got a little um, a little bit to say about Roberto, you know, but it's all in good fun, guys, you'll hear that a little bit later, but uh, on episode 13, that was the last episode we had John Brewer on. Seems like forever ago, I know. And John Brewer is from Brewer Classic Lincolns. 
Uh, it was great kind of picking his brain on what he sees. And um, if you've listened again to that episode, like many of you have, got great numbers on it. What you kind of learned is that you know he has his whole business in and really doing a lot of support over the phone, but of course he also offers products, kind of rebuilding of window switches and things such as that. So definitely, if you're kind of new to these cars, maybe you're overseas, you're here in the U.S. and uh, you're looking for some parts or looking to pick his brain, uh, he does offer consulting services as well. Which I can tell you what, if you got one of these cars and you're not someone that really kind of is a hands-on person with uh, switches and relays and things like that, and just general kind of automotive troubleshooting, then uh, that's your guy. You know, he's going to offer that phone support, which is uh, pretty rare in the whole Lincoln uh, community. Uh, you got someone like John Cashman, if your top is stuck, you can always call John and he's going to do his best to help you. Maybe some offers of products as well. Uh, John Brewer, of course, you know, he's got his piece in terms of uh, what he offers, as I mentioned. And then if you're looking to do like a restoration or do uh, other work, you can always come down to Blair Farmer. He's here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, you can reach out to me. Uh, I'll do my best to get back to you. But um, if you email uh, the Lincoln Addict Podcast at gmail.com, I'll go ahead and uh, try to, like I said, get back to you as soon as I can. But again, that's just a kind of a quick recap. It was John Brewer, Brewer Classic Lincolns. Go back, listen to that episode if you haven't already. Now, I mentioned on this episode, we got the Raddy, so that ties into the title. Would have loved to also have Roberto on. He wasn't here to defend himself, but uh, Roberto and Rusty are kind of like the, 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 the two homies that uh, are, I call them kind of the organized leaders, so to speak. So they're great guys. They're always rolling the Lincolns, and uh, we'll jump into that uh, just here shortly. Now, I've kind of gotten into the groove of covering a few of these things um, throughout this, uh, throughout these episodes, and I'll continue that. And the first one is what I call Lincoln Life Updates, and this is brought to you by Steel Rubber. We've had Steel Rubber on before, and if you're looking to restore your car or you've looked at that weather stripping, that molding, and you see how stiff and nasty and cracked it looks, look no further than Steel Rubber. That's S-T-E-E-L-E rubber.com. Hit the drop-down menus, select your year, make, and model, and biggity-boom, they will send you a free customized uh, catalog, if you will, kind of a small pamphlet, I call it, and then that's going to make sure that everything for your car that they make is going to be right there. You can always make a spreadsheet, kind of figure out what you need. The prices are not super cheap, but you're getting great quality, and knowing these cars are already 50-plus years old, You'll probably never have to change your weather stripping again, especially if you keep them indoors. So, steelrubber.com. All right. So, Lincoln Life Updates. This is a little nod to the homie Jesse. We mentioned him uh, a little bit um, later in the podcast as well. Uh, Jesse is, uh, he sells those Lincoln Life hats and uh, love what the homie's always doing. He's on Instagram as well. We've posted his car and uh, he loves his 65 Lincolns, especially the convertibles. All right. So really, this one's kind of short and sweet. Uh, 1964, if you've got a 64 and you need bumper inserts or you need the stickers for the rear bumper, I've got both available. Now, the billet inserts are going to be held on by super, super strong two-sided adhesive tape. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, tape? Yes, my buddy Tom has had a set of these on his car, on his 65, for over... 
10, maybe even close to 15 years, and those things will not peel off. Uh, the factory 64, just like 65, they bolted on from the back. There was, I don't know, three or four kind of little nuts that you'd put on, and um, you know they, they just basically bolted on. Well, a lot of those, over the course of time, someone's tried to take them off. They didn't know how to take them off, whatever, and they get uh, pretty nasty. The ones that came on my 64 were totally roached out. I mean, these things... I mean, you'd spend hundreds of dollars to try to get someone to take all the dents out of the ones that are in mine. So I came up with the idea to go ahead, based upon what my buddy Tom had done, is make the 64 replacement. So they're made off of the same exact uh, factory pieces. They're pretty much flat, and I sell the sticker decal kits. Now, if you want to use your factory ones and just your stickers are bad, hit up rlifestylepodcast.com. That's O-U-R lifestylepodcast.com. Click the link in section. That is the other podcast that takes up, kind of consumes most of my time. That's the podcast that you know I work on and we have a weekly podcast. That website is where I house those pieces. Now the 65 inserts will be coming soon. I know there's been a lot of asks on those. Those are going to be a little bit different. and They're going to be um, uh, pretty cool. And the guy that I work with, I've known him a long time, he's going to machine the lines into them. And uh, I tell you what, I've seen a set of them, and they look awesome. You can come back and either paint the black on yourself, or you can have like a pinstriper, paint the black on, and then you're set to go. A little bit different on the 64, didn't really want to get into kind of machining those. I don't think the look would have been right. But if you look at the 65, the factory rear bumper inserts, the machining will look awesome. So uh, much more to come with new products, including some other things I've got in the works. But rlifestylepodcast.com, click the uh, kind of the flyout menu, select Lincoln, and uh, you'll see the products that I have there. If you buy it as a kit with the billet pieces that uh, can be polished up to look like chrome, if you buy it with those, you save a few bucks. Or you can buy the sticker pack separately, or you can buy the bumper insert separately. Now, the bumper inserts are made to order. So if you order a set of those, it's going to take me a few weeks to get them mailed out, and uh, you'll be set to go. Okay, Uh, next, I got uh, the Lincoln Continental Broker Updates. So um, many of you guys know I run the Lincoln uh, Continental Sales on Instagram. That's kind of like a side venture that I've set up. And it has been a little bit slow this year, just with everything going on. The few cars I've listed, they've sold within like no time. And I'm really excited about that. Now, I kind of jumped the gun a little bit. I've got two cars that are going to be coming up for sale from a doctor. I call him Dr. Nicholas. And he's got, um, I don't know, four or five Lincolns. And these two are really nice sedan drivers. I mean, they're really even nicer than drivers. They're you know, something you could take to a local car show and just have a lot of fun with. If you want to customize them further, put them on air, leave them stock, what have you. A lot of money has been put in these cars, and um, he just has you know too much, really, at this point, and he wants to kind of uh, whittle it down a little bit. So I'll be posting those very, very soon, hopefully, if all goes well. And the black 60... Uh, what was it? 64 that we posted earlier, that I posted earlier this year... That thing sold in a matter of no time, like literally within a week, and uh, it was already LS swapped. It had a bunch of work done to it, and uh, it was a good canvas for someone to take it and either do a lot of body work that they want to do and make it a perfect car, 
drive it the way it is, you know, do a cheaper paint job, whatever they wanted to do, but it kind of had the foundation already laid. And uh, I appreciate when people reach out to me. I'll post the car for a small fee. I will cross promote it on Lincoln Addict as well as Lincoln Continental Sales. And, um, you know, if you're in the market for a car, let me know. And I know where a lot of them are usually at or who's looking to sell, and we can work some deals. So uh, check it out. It's Lincoln Continental Sales on Instagram. And that also batches over to Lincoln Addict Facebook page. So trying to keep it simple on Facebook. Instagram, we got the, se- the uh, separate page. All right, uh, next, Lincoln's in the movies. So I uh, love doing uh, this segment. And uh, recently I talked about on the last one, I think it was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mentioned how my dad always talked about that movie. And uh, Jack Nicholas. I mean, what a performance he had in that one. But for this episode, I figured I'd hit on another Lincoln in the movies. And... Believe it or not, many of you have seen this movie, and I'm sure you've seen it and said, wait wait a minute, what? Waterworld has a Lincoln Continental convertible in it. I believe it's a 61. It's really hard to tell. It's pretty much a roached out kind of movie look. I mean, worse than a movie car. But you'll see it in there. And um, I think Waterworld's on my mind because I watched this YouTube channel. There's a guy called Minty, and uh, he does a lot of top 10 things you probably didn't know about movies. And I really enjoy them because it's it, they're kind of short and sweet. A lot of times I learn things that I didn't know, and he does it on a lot of popular movies or movies that have a big cult following like Waterworld. Waterworld, of course, was known because of you know the big budget that it had and all the challenges that uh, many of us didn't really know until late, uh, years later. Uh, I realized recently that uh, it has three different cuts to the movie, and um, you know you'll see that if you go out to YouTube and type in Minty uh, top ten you know facts about movies or Waterworld or whatever I'm sure it'll come right up and then boom but he does a great job kind of curating all of those facts and different things from forums and super fans and all that stuff but getting back to Waterworld there is a Lincoln Continental and uh, when you see it you'll see it I'm sure some people have seen the movie and maybe not realized it but uh, go out there. Uh, check it out, and then check out Minty. Like I said, you might enjoy it as much as I do on YouTube. Does a really good job with the uh, the top ten of movies, and I uh, pretty much watch one. It seems like every evening before I go to bed. All right, next we got the Project Smugglers Blues updates, and uh, just to recap, Smugglers Blues is my '64 Lincoln Continental uh, convertible. I've had it two and a half years now, going on three, and uh, the beginning of uh, December will mark the third anniversary, and I tend to kind of go overboard with things. I I don't you know I don't want to leave things alone, and uh, you know the car probably could have been refreshed like Tony and I did, and we got it running and driving, and it was overheating. So I thought, and it was like, okay, well the motor mounts need to be changed. Let's pull the motor. Let's pull the transmission. Let's do this, and all of that led to basically just over a year long project from the day that I pulled the motor out which I did most of that myself. Tony did come and help me disconnect a few things one day, but I still remember the day that I actually took the motor out. I literally jacked the motor out myself. Um, I did forget to connect or disconnect one thing, and that led to a little frustration, but overall, I uh, took the motor out in, I want to say, November of 2018, and we did not have it back together until December of 2019. So the moral of the story is there, 
you can do things quicker. I tend to take my time, and I'm really happy with how everything's kind of came together. So if you go back, if you're a new listener, if you go back and listen to the other episodes, you'll kind of hear the little bit of the journey. You can also go to thelincolnforum.net, and uh, by going there, uh, you can go into the main forum, which is pretty much what the website is, scroll down and go to updating, modernizing, and customizing. And then from there, at the very top, go to customized member projects. You'll see Project Smugglers Blues, and then the title says Dash Triple Blue 64 Convertible. So I've got about uh, 33, almost 3,400 views, uh, 256 replies, which a lot of those are mine. And the reason why I say that is, although Facebook has kind of taken over as far as the, the groups and the chats and the help and the this and the that because it's just quick. It's still awesome to me to have everything documented out on a site. And that's where if you go uh, to this thread, you'll see pretty much everything. And I try to go in there and update it uh, when I can. Yeah, Anything that I work on, I take photos on my phone, make videos when I can, and then boom, it's all in there. So uh, go out there and check it out. Now, since the last episode, really the big thing that transpired was... The I forget what I had covered on the last episode, but bottom line is I had to install the transmission, which you know, Tony and I did twice, and the second time, I didn't have everything seated correctly. So what that led to was the car was running, but it didn't run for long um, because what happened is the um, basically it wasn't getting transmission fluid throughout the transmission, and it locked up. The pump wasn't seated correctly. So that led to spending some time waiting for the transmission shop, and then eventually him having it and then fixing it, which at the end of the day was like a simple fix, and it was something that I messed up. Um, I just didn't have it seated right because I don't seat transmissions all the time and pumps. But I would tell you if you're unsure of this stuff and you want to have someone do it, have a professional do it. Um, I think if I remember correctly, this place only charges an extra $100 to pull it out and then $100 to reinstall it. So I could have saved myself a lot of cruising time and a lot of frustration and money at the end of the day if I just would have had him install it. So um, at the end of the day, you kind of live and learn. But since then, I've driven the car a little bit. Uh, basically, I thought the car was overheating. I was using one of those digital, um, I call them like laser thermometers. And uh, I talked to Pat Tian, really good guy. He's in Suicide Slabs. Of course, he's also in the Lincoln Forum, and uh, he's also on YouTube. He does a lot of good videos. He owns a 64 sedan, so look him up. That's Pat Tian, T-E-A-H-A-N, I think. And oh, by the way, he's been on the podcast. So um, I had talked to him as well, and he was like, yeah, man, listen, just hit the the digital um, gun, if you will, on the top of the water pump. And, you know, some people will say you can hit it right over near the thermostat, which I was also doing. And for the most part, it was fine. Uh, It seemed fine. So before I ended up really diving into that, I pretty much went and I got the same fan, uh, electric fan, that Pat has on his car. So it's a 3300 CFM fan. You could buy it from Summit, Jags, and whatnot. And the one that I got includes a controller. So the, the thought process is on it and... You know, we'll talk more about this, I think, on a future episode. I want to do a cooling episode where we talk about the cooling system and some of the things you really have to do or should do. But basically, the premise is you take off the mechanical fan, 
you put the electric fan on there, the car is going to eventually heat up, and when the car gets to a certain temperature, the fan kicks on, okay? It's going to help cool down the coolant, if you will, in the system, and then when that thermostat opens, boom, you replace you know, the hot coolant with the, the cooler coolant, right? Kind of the basics of it. And my gauge was really throwing me off because I'm going, man, yeah, I'd come to a stop. Uh, I'd come to like a, a traffic light and boom, the gauge would just go like, I mean, all the way up. And I'm like, man, dude, this is kind of like freaking me out. Is the car overheating? And um, long story short, basically the gauge is messed up. And, um, you know, it has a new sending unit and it still is, you know, creeping all the way up where it shouldn't. So long story short, pretty much uh, have this electric fan on there now that has a really nice shroud that is coupled with the champion radiator and uh, the car, man, it, it runs fantastic. Okay. So got two choices here. I can have Blair Farmer go through and fix the IVR or tune it or whatever he does to the old system. He will, uh, I think he says he's got to replace the IVR, then he's got to tune each gauge. You can go that route, keep the factory gauges. At this point, all of my gauges are not working except for, one, the speedometer, and two, the the coolant gauge does work in the beginning, but then it gets to a point where it's looking like the car's on fire, so it's not working properly. So you would argue and go, well, listen, you could go into um, Dakota Digital and you could spend $800-ish, depends where you buy it, uh, Devious Custom sells them as well, and um, then you have to take out a little bit more of your dash to cut out, I know that sounds crazy, you have to take off this one uh, piece, so you got your main bezel comes off, okay, a lot of, many of us have taken that out, then you have your other piece behind it that has to come out, and those have to be trimmed for the four pod gauges to seat in there properly. So it is a little bit more work. It's not that it can't be done because someone like Jeff at Devious has done it numerous times. I just didn't want to take out that much of the dash because there's a lot of wires and I'm not scared of that. I just don't like when things won't go back the way they were. And if you've ever taken off the lower panel dash on 6465, you'll learn it's not easy to, to put that thing back on there, especially by yourself because there's so many wires that are kind of hanging right there. And over time, they kind of fall out of the little channels they're in. So I was able to reinstall mine by myself, the lower dash panel. But again, getting back to the point, more of that upper dash has to come out and you have to trim the back of it. Now, don't be alarmed. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, nobody's going to ever see it, but the gauges will not seat in there correctly unless you trim that piece. So I'm kind of like, do I want to go a little bit further and just run the new gauges well, I really do because then I know I'm not driving blindly. My, my fuel gauge doesn't work. Uh, my oil pressure gauge stopped working when I was cruising the car two weeks ago. That was a little scary because I'm like, okay, either I have no oil pressure or I don't have a gauge working now. So again, just to recap, fuel gauge doesn't work. The oil pressure gauge stopped working mid-cruise. The... Um, the amp meter I had bypassed, which you either need to bypass it or you have to have it rebuilt. So I decided to go ahead. I had it rebuilt. Then I decided I don't want it. And then I bypassed it. Okay. And then um, the 
what else do we have? We have the water, the, the, the coolant. And I told you guys that's obviously not working. So, you know, it's like, hey, car runs great, spent all this money rebuilding pretty much everything so far. And it's like, well, why skimp out? So at this point, I'm going to give it one more go. I'm going to let Blair Farmer work on the car one day. I'm going to take the lower panel, lower dash panel back off so he can get into where he needs to get to. And if he can get all the gauges working, great. You know, I'll go ahead and chalk it up and say, hey, I got the factory gauges working. I'm good to go until something happens. Now, of course, the amp gauge is never going to work because I bypassed it. But I had planned to put like a voltmeter inside the um, uh, like the glove box. So if I ever wanted to kind of look in there and just kind of see, uh, you can get those for pretty cheap on eBay, like even a little digital one. You can hide it somewhere. But, um, you know, that's plan A. And if he comes back and he's like, look, this is bad. You're going to have to get this, you know, and, it, and it's going to cost more than the Dakota Digital that I'm going to throw the towel in. So long story short, Gage has got to get him working. I was also cruising the car back from Blair's one day and I started to head into some rain. So I pulled over. The top had been working flawlessly until, of course, the rain was coming. And the whole top cycled perfectly, and it got down to the last step. The top was down. It was locked. And then the, of course, flipper panel was out. Deck lid would not come down. Okay. It took a little bit of finagling and just had to kind of put my uh, fingers on that upper back panel switch and twist it just a little bit. For anybody that knows or you've worked with John Cashman to, to replace yours, that upper back panel switch that that is kind of the brains of it, slash puts the flapper up and pulls the flapper back in that whole setup man if if you just move it a little bit it really impacts things so i uh, finally was able to just kind of barely move that and then the top did the last cycle so uh, i got a little bit of rain in the car it wasn't bad but i was a little freaked out because i'm like look it's been working flawlessly and now look so uh, it's always something on these lincoln so for everyone that says it's their dream car be careful what you dream of or what you wish for because uh, it can be sometimes a nightmare, <laughs> as many of us know, and that's why we call it the Lincoln life that we live. So uh, with that being said, the last thing I'll say is a huge shout-out uh, to uh, Nick over at Slab Shack. Love what he's doing. If you look him up on Instagram, and I think he's on Facebook too, it's simple. It's Slab, S-L-A-B, Shack, Slab Shack, and he is an interior guy. Love what he's doing uh, from Lincolns to other vehicles. He does some really, really awesome stuff. So go out there, give him a follow. I'd love to have him on the podcast uh, in the future and uh, let him know that ODB from Lincoln Attic sent you. Uh, he's doing some pretty cool stuff. All right, that's it. Finally back in the catbird seat here at Lincoln Attic Podcast. Thank you guys for spreading the love, whether you're in Suicide Slabs, the Lincoln Attic crew, the Four Doorsmen, the Raddies, of course, are on the rise, or you know, you're rolling with uh, Tony and I and Robbie in Lincoln Addict. We're all one big family. We all love each other. We love these Lincolns, and uh, that's it, man. So, as we always say, stay on the rise and enjoy this episode. Thank you to Devious Customs and Colorado Custom Wheels. Peace.
Hey, hey, and as I mentioned, we're back in the catbird seat. We got uh, guests coming back on. I'm finally recording again. And, uh, man, we got one of the, the rattiest guys around you're ever going to meet, man. Such a good guy, Rusty Wall. What's going on, my friend? What's up, brother? How you doing out there? Have you guys been safe? Hey, man, we're, we've been safe, dude. East Coast to West Coast, man. My question is, how you doing? Hey, you know, ratties are like the cockroaches, man. We, we ain't never dying. We multiply. It's, uh... <laughs> It is. It is. It's a crazy time we're in, but hey, it is. Yeah, it is what it is, and we just we we trying to hang in there. Bay Bay's kids got nothing on uh, the raddies, man. That's what I'm talking about <laughs> at all. Oh <laughs> uh, man, hopefully the listeners get that one. You know, the old uh, Bay Bay's kids. We don't die. We just multiply. Uh, we don't die. That's Robin Harris, man. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's classic. And, you know, I talked about in the intro a little bit about obviously, man, just, you know, how life gets in the way and, you know, there's there's so much we're always juggling. But, you know, I, I've been looking up to you guys a lot past couple years and we'll jump into it uh, in a few minutes to talk about the cruises and, and some of the stuff you guys are doing. You have something coming up this weekend. But uh, I wanted to kind of just give you an opportunity, like maybe give the, um, you know, what is it called? The elevator pitch of like, who is Rusty Wall, man? Um, let me see. I'm the original all girl dad, three girls, uh, a ratty ass Lincoln. And, uh, I just like to cruise. I like to drink beer and I like to make jokes. Yep. Um, real, real simple. I like just the simple things, man. Just real basic. It ain't nothing fancy or anything about this guy here. It's, I just like having a good time, like hanging <laughs> out with my brothers and my ratty family, dude. It's, uh, it's just, yeah, I, I'm nothing. Nothing special, just just a guy with a guy with some jokes. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, I love the jokes. Now, give paint the picture for us. Did you grow up in Cali? Where do you live at now? All that stuff. Uh, born in Compton, raised in Long Beach. Migrated to Huntington. Been in Huntington Beach the last twenty five years downtown. Um, yeah, Southern California, born and raised. Awesome and. And what what's cool is obviously, man. I could almost get you on the other podcast I produce, our lifestyle podcast. We we dabble in the hip hop talk a little bit, but we'll have to just get this in that you know you grew up too, kind of in the golden era of when you know a lot of the rap groups were coming out of Compton, and then you know you had the G Funk era, which you know you and I kind of share some of the the love for the music. So that's that's crazy that you're from you know Comptown, and then of course LVC, and now you're over in uh, Huntington Beach, man. That's that's insane. It is uh, growing up in the, with that in that era of music. It, it's I feel really lucky, and people that uh, get to listen to it, get to experience it now. You know, hopefully, we keep it alive, and you know, pretty much that's all I play in my Lincoln when I'm rolling is you know, '80s, '90s hip hop, gangster rap um, stuff that had a meaning. You know. Yeah, I love. Uh, I still watch the video all the time of uh, Dr. Dre, "Let Me Ride." You know, and they've got the dude the, the it's think such. Yeah, and to think about Such how a good video. Yeah, and to think about this, like you guys, and you know, we'll have to talk about some of the crew that you have that that do some of the videos you you all produce. But like, think about this, like when they did the overhead shot of him rolling in the Impala, and you can kind of see the uh-huh. the switches in there and stuff. You know, that was like done with a helicopter. And it's like nowadays, yeah. like dude, like we could never, you know, I mean, the average guy couldn't be like, oh, let's get a helicopter and shoot a video. Now we got drones and we've got gimbals and. I mean, the it's it's amazing what people can produce now, and one of the other reasons why I wanted to have you on, and we've been talking for a bit, is uh, there's you know it's kind of like this lifestyle that we live, and on the mini truck scene, you know, we have our lifestyle podcast, and we give the 
the insight uh-huh. into you know the BMX bikes we all love and the mini trucks and the music and all that. But over on the Lincoln side, you guys are really repping the lifestyle with the Raddies. Um, one of the first shirts you produced, man, it reminded me of like the parental advisory sticker. And you had like yep. you know may break down oil leaks all the stuff dude you had us rolling with that one that one's a classic shirt man may may or may not be period correct <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what was so awesome yeah. is like let's see it was uh, Jim Ayers right he even chimed in yeah. and John uh, Cashman and those guys were like man that's so awesome and and Jim you know I don't I've never met him but you know I see his post he's doing. Uh, some cool stuff on Instagram and whatnot, and being like an LCOC mm-hmm. guy, man, th- those guys they get it. You know, they they were eating it up, man. In the beginning, you know, you, you say the LCOC in the in the beginning, um, it was almost it, the it, it, it in the, in going growing up how we were is like the LCOC and the Rabbies now in the beginning were like opposite spectrum, like like Hatfields and McCoys. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep, and then. You know, and I was trying to think, how do you bridge a gap? How do you, just because, you know, we all got Lincolns, they might be the peers and these older guy, older people that have them, maybe the original owner, mm-hmm. but they don't like the bag. They don't like the white walls. They don't like the rims. They don't like the music. It's still a Lincoln. It's suicide doors. I mean, you know, how, how do you bridge the gap? Okay. My way was like jokes. Like everybody likes to laugh. Let's do a t-shirt and let's see yes. if I can take a look, take a little stab at the LCOC. Like <laughs> maybe that'll loosen them up and look at us and be like, you know, Hey, these guys are just younger Talent. version of yeah. them, you know? Yep. Yeah. And I know um, like even psycho, you know, he had always talked about trying to bridge the gap and, um, you know, uh-huh. I, you know, Tony and I became friends with Chris and, and Tony is real close with Chris Dunn and, and things like that. And some of these guys have been do, living the Lincoln life for literally 40 years, some a little bit even longer, but uh, it, uh-huh. it was awesome to me that you guys were able to kind of, you know, knock down some of those barriers. And, you know, I got to tip my cap to those guys over there. Um, they even have uh, an Instagram for LCOC underscore Western, that Western region. And, uh, you know, they've done a good uh-huh. job of posting some cool stuff. And I tell you what, Jim, he's got some some pretty cool stuff in terms of a collection of like yeah, I'm sure in his house of some pretty cool Lincoln stuff. He's got a lot, a lot. Jim, Jim's solid. Yeah, and super knowledgeable. And um, Jim is was our kind of our footstep with when we started doing more stuff with the LCOC. But Jim was like, "Hey, Rusty, how many radishes can you get over here?" Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. And that that last one we did right before COVID shut everything down was like in February. And I said. uh, we all showed up with me, Mike Kozowski, Michael. Um, I think there's only three of us because the rain, it was raining. Nobody wanted to drive. I'm like, Jim's going to be there. We got to show up for Jim. You know, we got to. And we showed up and I took pictures and everybody's like, oh, we're going next year. And I told Jim next year, better watch out. You know, Raddies are going to invade it. And he's like, I want it. And it was, it was a cool, Jim, Jim is just a plethora, you know, of, uh, of help and like yeah. our gateway to, 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 to help and, yeah, and it, it seems like a great guy. And what's funny is I first uh, came across you know Jim, and and before I even knew him, like through social media, uh, I stay on YouTube. It seems like at night now through the Apple TV. Man, just love you know watching videos and stuff like that. And I talked about one earlier in the in kind of the intro. This guy Minty, uh, you know, he does a cool you know a, um, a cool YouTube channel. But I say all that because uh, Jim had posted some video that was like an unearthed 
old, uh, almost like an infomercial. Like it was longer than a commercial from the '60s, and it had, um, hey. you know, it has the old voice to it. I mean, it's so awesome, man. Is that the black and is that the black and white one yes. that they kind of rip on Cadillacs? Yes. That they, they kind of okay. So here, real on that, we are at yeah. the the LCOC in February. Me, Kozowski, the other guy, Michael ha- uh, Hagerman, and we're in the Lakewood Country Club. We're in the ballroom. We're having our lunch, and Jim gets up there and plays this. And mind you, it's LCOC and the Cadillac people, and I'm trying to think of the other group other peers group but um jim plays this video and it starts ripping on cadillacs and how lincoln's better and and me we're sitting there's only three rowdies we're sitting with all these cadillac people and i'm like holy crap dude they're gonna run us out of here and then after that jim's like oh our sister club the ratty unofficial sister club the ratties are right here <laughs> everybody looks at us i'm like oh my god jim you can't introduce us and then play a video like roast Cadillac people. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, Jim is, Jim, Jim is like a, um, he, 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 you gotta pay attention. Like he, it's under his breath. Like he's like a sniper. Like he says stuff and it, you gotta think twice. Like, Oh my God, dude, he just roasted me. And I don't even know what he said. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's good. I, uh, yeah. I can't wait to meet him. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know, I know he's got, uh, a couple of, um, you know, a couple of guys that he's met, even the, the some of the younger guys that they've uh, they've helped. You know, really contribute. I know I haven't met him, but I've seen him on Instagram. It's uh, Basil, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, B a z i l underscore blue. Basil. But, yeah, Basil. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And he, Basil, you know, and and then Russell Harmon. Yeah, there you go. And I liked he had gotten some old television that was like an old, like a true, like when you think of like a tube television, it was like one of those round ones from like the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And then I think they somehow put the old commercial on there, and I was just like, man, it, it really it brought me back to like almost like a mid-century type, you know, situation. I was like, man, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. The, the, Jim, Russell and uh, Basil, they're, the, they're, they're going to be the new younger taking over, probably the LCOC, I would imagine. Yeah, um, it's pretty super cool. Super cool. And, I, and they're young. I mean, they're I'm 49, and they're t- 20s maybe. Yeah. Um, and and those guys, those guys got a plethora. Like they're like encyclopedias for Lincoln's. You got to pick their brain. You you would be floored. Yeah, and a couple. Gosh, it was this past April. I want to say it was two years ago. Tony and I, uh, Robbie, you know Reynolds, we we all went down uh-huh. to the LCOC event here. And, you know, we were kind of like, man, how's it going to be? You know, there were a lot of the purists and stuff. But I tell you, man, when even even when uh, a couple of us, we rolled in, you know, they we had kind of parked in our own little spot. And, and they, you know, they welcomed us and stuff. So, you know, it, it's true because, I mean, you know how it is, man. You know, we're, we're car guys and there's, there's some yep. styles we don't like. But at the end of the day, like I've told people all the time, I preach this, is that you know, no matter what you say to me or you, we're not going to like change what we love. So it's like, you know, if a guy's like, Oh, I can't believe, you know, you ruined that car. I mean, they're just kind of wasting their breath with it. Now, granted, I know these cars are classic and stuff, but it's not like most, you know, we're not tearing these cars up. I mean, if someone really wanted to put them back to stock, they can, but dude, they look, I mean, they, to me, they even look better when they're laid out or low, at least static dropped, you know? I, I, I love it too. I, and I, I agree with you 100%. I'm just afraid like to do mine. Yep. Is, like Roberto did his, and it, 
Dude, he's got, it's always something. I'm afraid <laughs> to touch mine. Mine, mine, or knock on wood, I'm knock on wood drinking a beer out in the backyard, but I'm afraid if I mess with it, I'm going to, I'm going to, there's always going to be something. Right. You know, right. but I agree with you that when, like, like Tony, like Tony Bull, you know, the, the crab, I like to call it the crab slab. When that thing's laid out, then I can't stand the color red, but when I see that, oh, I, I look at it, I'm like, man, that is beautiful. Yeah. Except for the color. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it looks really good yeah, in, I, in person. Now, yes, out, the red, I, mean, I think in, it is. In person, it's got to, I mean, even, I look at pictures and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. So I imagine in person, it's got to be way better. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And the other thing too, and, and I'll, I'll um, j- kind of jump back, like, I even think, to be honest, like the cars look good even stock, right? I mean, a lot of the guys say, oh, you don't need to lower them. They're already kind of low. They do have that 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 low look to them, almost like tucking some tire in the back as they're cruising. And, and now that I've been driving my 64, even with the original springs in it, obviously the original leaf springs in the back, and, and I do – we did put new um, shock absorbers in the back whenever we redid a bunch of stuff. But the front is like ratty, right? And uh, man, it rides uh-huh. really good. Like when you go over big dips, man, like the cars just factory rode really well. So yeah, I totally get it. And in the cool thing is, man, is you roll it and until you enjoy it, and then maybe one day you'll go, hey, I want to change it up some, you know, whatever. But um, definitely the sky's the limit now. With um, so explain to me this, right? So some of the listeners out there, they're going, yeah, I've seen the Raddies. Um, they're on Instagram. It's just the Raddies, R A T T Y S. So look them up. Now, how did the Raddies uh, get their start, man? Because I've heard some of the rumors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, you know, it's without. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I mean, everybody's got every, you know, it's, it's kind of hard. It, it's a uh, you know, we we're in a group from the beginning and um, I, I'm just not, I mean, I guess I just kind of myself personally with a, you know, hus- uh, husband and, and the, with three girls in private school and uh, two of them in tier one club sports. Like I, I always had practice or tournaments or I didn't have time for man you know, like a meetings and, and this whole, I kind of want to do, do my own thing down here because a lot of the people were, not near me. I mean, they were, you know, in a different county. And uh, just kind of, I wanted to go a different direction and kind of be independent. Not really independent, but just kind of do my own thing, mm-hmm. you know. And some people got offended and some people interpreted differently. And there's a whole bunch of other drama behind that. But, you know, I just want when we took the radius, I'm like, I just want to cruise, drink beer, and make fun of Roberta. And that's it. I mean, it gets no, seriously, that, that's like the, when I, when I, when I really went into it, it's like, I'm, I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. Hey, I'm going to do this. And if you guys want to join, cool, I'm going to be here. Or, you know, me, Roberto and Will, we're going to be here. And then some people would show up, some, you know, and more and more, it kind of grew. And, and then, uh, the jokes, the t-shirts, you know, the F Roberto Pusey, uh, <laughs> you know, you name it. I mean, it, it, it's so much other little things that people are just kind of like, Okay, these guys just really want to cruise, drink beer, and talk shit. I mean, it's uh, who doesn't? Who, you know, who doesn't want that? You yeah. know, life's too short and life's too serious, and with work and um, bills and all the stress you got in your life, why not have a, an outlet for a couple hours? Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like golf. Like a buddies get- where you just sit there and be like, 
Yeah, it's exactly like golf, except that it's not, you know, six hours and <laughs> cost you, depends on where you play, might cost you a lot out here in, you know, Southern California, you know, a decent course is going to run you a hundred bucks with a cart and it's uh. going to take six hours, you know? So it's, it's like exactly like you're saying, like golf, it, it's an outlet. Let me just break away from my life and just have some jokes and have some fun and, you know, it, 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 perfect, you know? And that's kind of how, and then it just took off. And I mean, literally, I mean, I think it was like two and a half years ago, kind of we left. And I look back, and I'm like, man, we're here. We got a beer named after us. You know, we got, <laughs> you know, I mean, trying to, you know, think about where we're, where we're now, where we're going. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. Merch, merch is yeah, on the rise, man. I like it. And merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's some more coming. Watch out! Yeah, the one-two <laughs> punch. You know, Mike Tyson's coming back. The merch is coming back. I like it, man. It, uh, it, it, it's a good time. 2020, you know, and it's Chinese New Year. It's the year of the rat. You know, it might be bad with COVID, but hey, the year ain't over yet. We still got like four more months to, to really represent. So, well, you know, watch yeah. out. You know, keep keep looking out after us. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, and and kind of. To go back to what I was thinking is, you know, with it is kind of like getting together with the golf buddies or fishing buddies or things like that. And what's ironic is, like, I've been in a truck club that's been around since 92. I've been in since 99, 2000, so give or take 20 years. And it's amazing to me that you you guys, like, as a collection of guys and ladies, you get together, you know, you don't uh, potentially have as much drama as, like, you know, car and truck clubs and things like that c- could potentially have. But... You guys also like when when you show up, man. You guys roll deep, and I think that's cool because you know there's some truck clubs that can't even you know get ten people together to cruise. You know, and I and I know my car's been kind of down for yeah. a while, but but I think man on the weekend. So talk to us a little bit about, about when you get together, like you you go to that one spot and what's all that about, man? So you know you know we're looking you know a lot of car shows, and you know like anything you, you know you got to pay. Out here in California, it's, it might be 40 bucks, it might be 80 bucks, and you're locked in all day, you know, six in the morning till three in the afternoon. Um, and the thing that, and it's a Saturday, well, you kind of work it around to, you change up the Sunday. Who wants to pay? Why pay 60 bucks and go here? Let's do our own thing in a parking lot and a restaurant and a beer. They have bathrooms and everything. We can do our own thing and show up when we want, and it's no, you don't have to pay the part. And leave when you want. Um, Dallas Point, huge parking lot right here. By the on the water, good beers, good food, uh, big parking lot, and it took off. You know, we took that to Chapman Beer in Orange. You know, Randy and Todd they own Chapman Beer that made Roll with the Ratties, uh, 5.2 Pilsner after us. Chihuahua Surveys in Newport, they want us down um, coming up this Saturday for Rat Fest. I mean, it's we we took the, the the mentality of a car show and being locked in all day and just sit there. And it's kind of boring to let's make it where you don't have to pay and you, you don't have to stay all day. Come and go as you please. And everybody's more enjoyable. Yeah, you, you kind of really built your own thing, man. Yeah, we kind of like took the whole car scene and because nobody was doing everything. Had, everybody would just wait for somebody to plan a car show and then everybody would piggyback on that. Well, we're like, well, why, why, why piggyback somebody else's idea when it doesn't conform to us? We don't want to 
we don't want to get up at five in the morning and go there and be stuck there till three. Let's, you know, I got wife and kids or we got family. We got stuff to do. All right, let's get there at nine o'clock, have a few beers, have an early lunch, talk some, you know, some trash and make jokes. And if you got to leave, you got to leave. Yep. And, and it doesn't cost you anything, but what you want to, but what you want to, um, buy from the biz, you know, you know, lunch or beers or whatever. Uh, and it took off. I mean, a lot of people, the retro ladies, you know, jumped on with us and they come out with, um, bunch of amateur models. They bring amateur photographers. They would say, Hey, well, we need cars. Okay. Well, we got cars. The photographer needs models and cars, but models need photographer, you know, they show up and they take pictures. They tag. Yes. And that's kind of how we really, you know, grew the Instagram, you know, Roberto runs the Instagram page and he really embraced the amateur photographers and the models that would tag us on they're trying to build their portfolio and then we'd get hit up by other people. Hey, what about this? Hey, can you guys come here? Love the cars. Would you guys want to show up here? Um, and, and it opened a lot of doors. Yeah, it definitely did. Now I gotta, I, as you're talking, I'm trying to think back, like when did you start liking these Lincolns? Did you see one as a, you know, when you were younger or what really got you going in a man? No, you know, I liked, I liked honest, 64 Impala. SS convertible. Mm-hmm. Always wanted a, a you know an Apollo ragtop, fourteen inch Dayton's. Uh, the whole that whole baby blue. I mean, I look at your your Lincoln Blue Smotherwood Blue project. I'm like, God, I wanted a baby blue uh, Impala mm-hmm. convertible, well, sixty four. Um, but you know, fifteen years ago, started looking for a car. My brother had my brother in law had Cadillacs, and they were you know, here in Huntington. You see Cadillacs, you see Mopar muscle cars. Camaros, Mustangs, and I just I wanted something like the Cruise, and uh, I saw Impala, and the guy wanted like fifteen grand for just the shell, like it didn't run, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I said, there's no way I can do this, mm-hmm. and then uh, I saw a Lincoln Continental like a couple years later, and like you don't see any Lincolns here that was in Huntington, Southern California. Like I never saw them, <laughs> and then uh, I came across one. Uh, of my daughter's was running the kindergarten and her best friend there, her uncle's great, 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 great uncle passed away and has been sitting in the garage in Redondo beach for parked in the garage for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I went and scooped it up and for 1500 bucks and put a battery in it, changed the fluids, filters and all that stuff and been driving it since. Wow. So that is, I mean, it's, it's, it's things, you know, things happen for a reason. I said, I still haven't figured out the reason, but it happened. Yeah, it's they're awesome cars, and and I follow a lot of the Impala pages. I mean, I love the Impalas. My dad, I think his first car was a '63 hardtop, and uh, the, uh, man, those cars are obviously iconic, and uh, as the Lincolns are. And it's cool that you landed in that because to me, I mean, going, I, I know there's slap fest. I want to talk about one of the videos you guys did, but what uh-huh. I think, what I think is crazy is when you guys get together at uh, Ballast Point. It's man, I've seen more Lincolns there that I think I've ever seen together in terms of like cruising and really representing and embracing the lifestyle. Now, granted, back in the day, there were some of the LCOC events that were huge and things like that, but, you know, modern day kind of gatherings, they're huge. Now, what yeah. do you guys have going on this weekend? So this weekend in Newport Beach, uh, it's called Chihuahua Survey Set down like Newport, um, 32nd Street, Newport Beach. Um, it, we're, it's Rat Fest. It's, uh, 
all Lincolns, um, suicide doors, um, 61 to 69, late models included. We, you know, we're, we're loosening the reins. We let them late nice. models have some fun. Yeah. Um, you know, Lincoln's on the rise, Raddy's yes. on the rise. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jason Ballard, <laughs> our lifestyle podcast coming on the rise. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a, a big, big, like a, like a kind of shopping center. They got a, like a grocery store and a bunch of other like restaurants and stuff. And uh, all Lincoln's and they got good beer, good food. Um, something that we're probably going to do um, every year. I mean, we, we do stuff every you know, every month we do Ballast Point, but uh, this weekend, uh, Rat Fest, I mean, we're going to do stuff more and more. I mean, with today's times and people uh, afraid to put stuff together, yeah, we're going to, we're going to live our life. You know, we're going to go out there and enjoy what, you know, what we got. Yeah, man. So speaking of that, the, you know, I mentioned kind of some of the events, you mentioned them as well, Ballast Point and whatnot. Who is who? Who is some of the guys maybe that have contributed to the videos? Because I think, you know, pictures are awesome, but we live in this world now with you know uh, smartphones and 4K and drones and all that. We kind of mentioned who's doing some of the video work. Because I tell you, man, some of those little kind of short videos you guys put together, especially the one from Slabfest, I think it was where the drone comes down and it kind of does like a little jump in the in the in the video as it comes down to yeah. like boom, and then bro, you've got the verts and everything. I mean, this people doing some good work for you guys. So yeah, so the the, the slap test in the past and some of the, the earlier videos, um, Sean here in um, that lives over here by us, he did a lot of the the video stuff for uh, the Raddies, SS, SK. You know, he was you know kind of did stuff for everybody. Um, the most recent ones, Roberto's got a guy uh, out of the country, and uh, we send them all the video. We send them video clips, pictures and what song we want to use and this guy does magic you know boom, I mean? boom, boom. within like within like a day he'll come back and, and send us clips like send us a video and then we can make changes and he'll come back with changes in like a couple hours yep um yeah it's smart yeah i mean and, and that's we try to like i said evolving like you said with the evolve with the times like you know nowadays we got drones and gopros and these cell phone cameras that take amazing video, but to adapt, it's like, you know, so like you say is we got to get, we got to get the, all the material, get it there and get it back on social media. So people don't forget about us, you know, like how quick can we capture what we're doing and put, turn it around and put out the video for everybody to enjoy, to enjoy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing, and when I see them, I'm just like, wow, you know, I. It, it's funny because Tony and I joke like we've done the Lincoln Cruise a couple years in a row, and what happens is, you know, this year we're going to promote it more, but it's like, you know, time flies, and you know, then the holidays come and stuff. But you know, Tony knows where a lot of the Lincoln guys are over here, and they're like, oh, I don't want to take my car out. Like, there's a lot of people that own these cars that are kind of scared because they're like, well. It looks so good. Like, cause even me, man, I'll go out and look at mine in my garage, and I'm just like, oh man, I love this car, you know. But it's like I, you can't be scared to drive it now. The funny thing is, I mentioned earlier, all of my gauges except for the speedometer are pretty much not working. So I'm in a position now where I'm kind of driving blind, so to speak, and I'm going to fix that hopefully soon. But you know, be, these cars, I mean, supposedly were named Continental. Some people say, ah, because they could drive from, you know, the entire continent, you know, whatever, if that's ever true. But, 
you know, these people drove them back in the day. And uh, to me, for you guys to get out and enjoy them and, and take the video, man, it's, dude, it's it's pretty epic stuff, man. Yeah, we tried, to, I mean, we, the same way we go to like Temecula for Rod Run and from like Huntington to Temecula is like 70 miles, I think. So it's not too bad, but, um, you know, we want to go up north. We want to go to see like Chino, the Bravo Boys, some guys up in Northern California. Um, we got guys in the Midwest. We're trying to figure out like, would be like a meetup spot. Like, where can we meet? Like, halfway that people could trailer their cars. I mean, Vegas would be awesome because everybody loves Vegas, but not not today's times. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe with things loosen up. But it, it, it's my kind of goal is to try to get people from all over the United States, all over the world. You know, try to plan something in advance where even if it's here in Huntington, you know, the, where everybody wants to cruise, is if you don't bring your car, you come out. Yep. You, you bring you, bring you, and see the cars, and 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 have a you know like a like a like a four day weekend and do something like that. That that's like a, a would be a, a goal to kind of pull something like that. Yeah, but, and and for me, yeah. I've been going to truck shows like you know we call them out of state runs, or you know back in the day they call them truck runs in Cali and Arizona. But I've been going yeah. to out of state shows you know since the nineties and. I tell people, you know, a lot of people maybe haven't been in the lifestyle for as long and man, you can have just as much fun if if you link up with these guys and you fly out and you jump in one of the verts or sedans and you bring your phone or your little GoPro and I mean, you'll have just as much fun just kind of hanging out and doing the dang thing, man, you know. And that's and that's what we like we try to we've had Lockie from Australia, he came out and him and his wife and stayed over by Disneyland. I went and picked him up at the hotel had Biggie bumping in it and we cruised uh, Anthony from Washington that he had to get a, had like a four day weekend. He had to get away, wanted to get away from Washington, came down, got an Airbnb. We picked him up and we cruised. Um, and he's like, it just gives me so much inspiration to go home and work on getting my stuff working. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how you guys all get together. Um, which cool. And you know, it's it, that, that means the world when people come from out of state like him coming here, I'll be here. Southern California this day, can we get together, get a few Lincolns? You know, we might show up with three or four. We might show up with 15. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, the inspiration. of They're like, man, I got to take pictures of everybody's car. Like, okay, I got to do this. Oh, that's how it's supposed to look. Or, you know, it's one thing to look online and you can see in the chat rooms and the forums. But when you're like face, if you're looking at it live in person and, and you can feel the vibe of, even strangers that are walking by and they're just like, kind of always Lincoln. Yeah, the, it's the, like, the, dude, the, it's, it's the over. Feet. Yeah, it's mine, like, it, over, it, over, overload. It, it is, it is crazy, you know, it's, and I look at it now, have been in, you know, we, you know, we get bigger and bigger, and I like to kind of sit back now and kind of watch, not the people that have the cars, but strangers that just walk up and like, hey, uh, hey what kind of car, and they feel so free yeah. to talk to people, and the raddies are like, Oh, hold on. You know, uh, unless you ask for Roberto and he says, right. Oh, don't look at his car. Or look, Hey, just don't take a picture, but don't take a picture of Rusty's piece, you know, ratty ass shit. Um, <laughs> but then, then, then these strangers like, wait a minute, this guy just called his car a piece of crap and they're laughing. And then, you know, we start with the jokes. We pop right, the hood right. and then, and these people in the, it's people that don't even have classic cars want to come and, and, you know, they, they show up all the time which is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's awesome because you're spreading the love. Um, 
one of the questions I got for you is, you know, there's a lot of cards out there. Are you like, do you see one that you're like, man, that's like one of your favorite Lincolns? Like even of maybe of all time, I know there's a few that come to mind for me. Like I like Tony's cause it's like when I look at the, you know, the seats in it and stuff, it's all original and it was like really well preserved. But are there any cards out there that you see that you're just like, dang man, in your head, you're like, dude, thumbs up on that one. Um, I would say, I mean, I like the vert, the 60, 65 is my favorite year one. I mean, I got one, but I just like the look of it. Um, a sedan. Yeah. Tony's. Um, it's just, I like that the period correct. And as much as I joke about it, mm-hmm. I just like the original, um, you know, you got some other blues. I saw that. I'm like, Oh, it's a blue one and a vert. Oh, great. Um, I'm really, I, 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 I watch yours a lot. Like the progress you've made. Um, yeah, thanks man. They're really, I mean, there's, there's, there's uh, really not, not really into the cars. Dude, it's the people that, that, Look that, that, yeah, man. I, I, that I, that I love. I mean, the, the, the person behind it, you know, is kind of what makes it better. I mean, I've seen really nice cars, but that guy's, you know, maybe not so friendly or not so, you know, um, won't really embrace the ratness of it all. And it kind of turns turns me turns me away from it. So yeah, you know. in, in the truck scene, especially in in the club that I'm in, Sever Ties. You know, we used to always say this in the early days of our chapter in Florida was it. You know, the truck. Like okay, so I'll start like this. Ronnie from C10 Talk, who's a really good guy, really great podcast. He always says the people or the trucks are cool, but the people are cooler, right? So that was like his little saying and, and boom, it's coined and, and that's his deal and that's awesome. And then in the truck club that I'm in, uh-huh. you know, we used to kind of say like the the trucks are cool, but it's really about the person. It's the way we always kind of said it because like if you're down for, for the culture of the trucks or low riders or mini trucks, you know, you, you're pretty much going to want to go to shows and you're going to want to hang out and all that stuff. So that's kind of the vibe that I get from you guys that it's like it's more of like a – dare I say brotherhood, sisterhood, like everybody's hanging out. But like you said, there's no dues mm-hmm. and there's no like, Oh, you got to be at this meeting. So that helps to like, um, you know, to, to, uh, to kill any of the drama for the most part, you know? Exactly. I mean, and I'm, like I like to say that, I mean, we're a dysfunctional family. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, I mean, you look at it. I mean, if you're, if, if I, and that'd be my, maybe my next thing is make like a yearbook, you know, like a, like a yearbook, picture your high school yearbook, the seniors. All right. And I'm going to take a picture of everybody with their car and put their name and their Instagram and maybe a little something about it. And you look at it, you're like, you look at all these, look at all these different people, like the different walks of life, but we all, everybody has such a good time. It, it is, we're a dysfunctional family. It is, seriously, that's pretty much what it is. Well, I'm never really, you know, envious of other things, you know, uh, of people or jealousy or whatever like that. I could care less, but I am kind of envious of the fact that you guys, man, have been on the rise, of course, as Tony and I always say, and you've gotten all these people together and it's just really cool, whether it's a a factory car, uh, static dropped, airbagged, full custom, you know, the Roadster one comes out. I know Slam 64, Tony, you know, he's always cruising around. What do you have in store? So, for instance, like, you know, you guys are going to get together this weekend. Is there anything else we should know about, or is it just going to be the, the weekend um, deals after that? Yeah, this, I mean, so the Rat Fest at Chihuahua this Saturday, um, we're going to do um, the guy Gus, and we got met this photographer that does the, out of L.A., 
and he does the um, Dias de los Muertos, you know, like the skeleton, um, Hispanic Day of the Dead. Um, he does face painting photography, really crazy stuff, and he wants to do a collaboration. So that's going to be on the 23rd. Um, we're gonna go, me and Roberta are going to go up to L.A. with a photo shoot with him and a bunch of his models that he wants to Lincoln's on the L.A. horizon with uh-huh. the L.A. backdrop. Um, he's got some pretty good ideas. And then Ballast Point on the 30th, I believe. Um, and that's kind of re- really just going to be playing it by ear, and, you know, wait to see how the how the world's going to react with, uh, you know, the, how each, you know, government's going to mandate different things. A lot of car shows that, that got canceled until next year, but, you know, we're just trying to build up and um, network ourselves with certain shows that we want to do to get prime spots, prime advertisement. Um, just get, you know, get, get us more seen, get us more, uh, more looked at. Yeah. And being that, you know, I'm kind of tied close to the truck scene, but that, that filters over a show that I've always wanted to go to, which I found out recently from my buddy Ruben Artiaga, great guy. He helps us on the other podcast and he listens here. So what up, what, what's up, Ruben? He uh, had told me about the Grand National Roadster show. And I know over the years, mm-hmm. there's been a few Lincolns there. Obviously, they've got just amazing heritage there of a show. And that one's late January every year. And I think that's even been canceled. And that's one that I want to come out to one year. But I know there's like the Pomona Swap Meet, right? You guys have had like the Slab Fest stuff. I mean, dude, there's more stuff going on for Lincolns almost than uh, <laughs> so many other kind of subcultures of these, you know, automo- automobile industry. You know what I mean? You know, with with trying to bring everybody together and bridge the gaps and try to, you know, um, get everybody together. I mean, we can anybody who has a car show, any of these car shows that have been been around for you know a while, we can come in and take over. I mean, we come in and roll in deep. You know, you know whether it be out here, you don't really see car shows. You might see one or two Lincolns here and there, and then all of a sudden you get you know, six or seven, and you know we rolled into the Belmont Shore show last year with. 17 Continentals, and the director's like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, it's 17 Continentals there. And I'm like, yeah. And we're missing like five or six, and he gave me his card, and he's like, hey, I gotta do some other shows. I promote this. Here's my card. Um, I'd love to have you guys at some of these other things I do. Um, we'll get you prime, prime spots, and this and this. And um, Yeah, I mean, it's we, there's enough of us here that uh, it's just a matter of the right person saying, hey, reaching out, like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, here, here, and here, you know, let's roll. Oh, yeah. And uh, to to me, the thing I like about the cars, too, you know, talking about getting them all together is whether you walk up, and, and, and I see this in your videos, whether there's a stock one there or there's something that's full-blown custom, like the Roadster Lincoln that I think Chassis by uh-huh. Eha, I believe, had his hand in helping build that one those you know those crazy custom cars uh to me it's awesome because you you have a good mix of them you know and to your point it's not like oh i'm not gonna hang out with those guys because the white wall is a little too big you know that type of thing it's like yeah hey listen this guy likes stock like jim dude jim's got one of the nicest probably you know i've never seen it in person but i know uh you know i've heard of the parts he has the nos stuff on it you know so like you know some of the stuff he did with the restoration with the dash stuff behind there I mean, he. I mean, he's got yep. one of the nicest cars out there, man, and he rolls. His his is his is probably. I mean, I've seen Jim's up close and personal a lot. Um, I would say it's 
what you're trying to tell me Tony's is in person. Yep, yep. Jim's is just like that, but it's a vert. Yes. It, it is. Yep. And I've been at Lincoln Land when, when we've seen some of the parts coming across, like, oh, Jim, Jim's name's on this one, more NOS stuff, and it's just really dialed in, and I'm happy for the guy with that, um, you know, that has the car. I mean, he's just a great guy. Um, trying to think what else. When you think of, like, mods on these cars, right, there's some uh-huh. we love, there's some we hate. You know, we I even saw recently Jeff uh, Davey and his crew, you know, Devious Customs, great people. I've known Jeff a long time. I love the mod that uh-huh. him and, you know, his team, his whole team, uh, cast of characters, they kind of had put together this um, – it's kind of you know the fifty sevens. I think Chevy's had it, but basically uh, they put the fuel filler behind the tail light. You know, and there's a lot of parts they built, yeah. and, and that kind of flips out. So that was like kind of blowing people's minds because a lot of nobody's really done in a Lincoln, as far as I know. But what's like one of your favorite mods? Like if you were to pick any mod on the Lincolns, what do you like the most? Um, I would probably have to go like air ride, an air management system like that from your phone, have the ability to put a button and, you know, lay it out. Um, I think that would probably be, if I was going to change anything and go aftermarket and go like a, a modification, it would probably be air ride. Just that, like you said, they look so good laid out. And, um, I think that'd be my favorite, my favorite thing. Yeah. It's one of the coolest mods because a lot of it is, you know, it can be reversed if it needs to, I think for me, um, man, it's hard to say because the cars are so, you know, like like the older guys will say they are so iconic. There's really, you can't really do front-end swaps on them. You know, you, we've seen some people do grill swaps, a couple things like the JFK car had, but that's not yeah. really something that, uh, you know, that, that, that we see too often. I, I do like, I've seen a few people, um, I guess, you know what, my, my probably favorite mod on the sedans is the Pillar Delete. I think that's pretty cool, and we were at a show this past weekend in Orlando, Orlando Memorial Cruise, and uh, there's one of our buddies, John, the Grassy Knoll on Instagram. He's got a 61, and he oh, yeah, has the John, Pillar Delete. Yeah, man. John John, Rose, John Rosenberger. Uh, Good yeah, dude. Yeah, the greens of the um, solid. Yeah, and he's in the um, raddies, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, that's just funny. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, you say the Pillar Delete, that's something so, something so simple that I just overlook. Like, I'm thinking... A mod, like I was going to like the future, like you know the air ride, like right, that, right, right. You know from a from a phone, but but something as simple as a pillar delete, uh, it, it it is completely changes the whole look of it. Like it just oh, it makes that long side of the car that much longer without the pillar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought. Now listen, I I mean, don't laugh. I thought you were gonna say like a LS swap. You know, that was your favorite mod. No, see that's <laughs> no, and, and you, know, <laughs> you know, I don't see that that that. See, you know, I'm, I'm more. I'm, I'm kind of like a younger Jim Harris, where I like the period correct. I like an original. Um, nope. I don't want the LS or the Coyote. Um, I don't. I don't want to go. You know, zero to sixty, and dude, I just want to cruise. That's yeah, it. Yeah, man, slow, you know? low, and slow, uh, man. Slow and low, slow and low, banging. Right. And uh, yeah, the, the LS. I mean, Roberto LS to sixty three. I see a lot of people LS them. I've seen all these done some amazing stuff with a Coyote and the LSs. Um, I just, I, it, to me, it's, it's hard to swallow. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't knock it. You know, I don't. Everybody else has has their has their own vision. I appreciate everybody's like what they do. Like, hey, that's what you like, you know. That's, yeah, and that's why there's different you know, styles. Yep, 
And like, yeah. even for me, like I was one of the guys that was like, oh, you know, I, in my head, I thought I was going to have this much and rebuilding my motor and trans and, you know, and it kind of gets out of hand because you're like, oh, I got to do a steering pump. Oh, if I'm going to do that, I might as well do the steering box. And, you know, and I even had, you know, Tony and his dad like did, you know, you know, so much for me to help out. But then I think about like some of the guys that just pay like straight retail and they, and they go full tilt. I still like, you know, the older motors, but to your point, yep. like if someone were to say, Hey, here's all the money or, you know, here's a free coyote motor, I could see doing it. But to me, I don't know. I just, I like something about the older motors. Um, now we've all learned though on these Lincolns that you kind of have to do a lot of the stuff, you know, if you're just running good to your point, just let it roll. Uh, Chris Dunn has told me, yep. uh, told uh, Tony and I, he's like, man, he goes, to be honest, he goes, I've never really broken down in a Lincoln, you know, and he's been around them for, you know, 40 years and actually probably a little bit longer because I know his parents owned them too. But it's, it's amazing to me that, you know, if you have a good running car, like it'll, it'll be fine. But you know, when you start having the issues and, and that's when it starts unraveling and that's what happened with mine, like I was like, Oh, let me pull the motor. Man. Oh, this thing is gunked up, man. It needs this, this, and this. And then it's like, Oh, I need another head. Cause you know, it had the ear broken on it. And you know, and then it just, uh-huh. it, it kind of, you know, it, it uh, hits a, uh, an avalanche if you will. But you know, to your point, there's is, different is styles, like you know? In fact, it's like you, at one point, eventually, you, you own one of these long enough, you come to a crossroads where you're like, okay, do <laughs> yeah. I rebuild it? Do I rebuild it yeah. and keep an original? Or for as much as it's going to cost to rebuild it, like I was talking to a couple guys in the Raddies, you know, Ryan, Sky Ryan, the guy Evan up in uh, Burbank, and he's got, uh, he's got a bunch of blow-by. You know, he's like, I got to rebuild it. And then Ryan's like, why well, rebuild it? I mean, you're gonna find something that's gonna do an LS. Take their motor out, and it's cheaper and quicker. Yep. Um, so do you, you know, and that's what I, I mean. I, I would probably, if I came across that crossroad, I'd probably find somebody that took one out. Boom. Yeah, that's got good compression. And not, you know, boom, freshen yeah. it up a little bit and then done, you know? Yeah, because even me, it was like my transmission was shifting really well. And, um, you know, Chris Dunn at Lincoln Land was like, man, he goes, you know, if you got a good running transmission, you kind of just don't touch it. You know, they're just they're just good. And, um, you know, I ended up kind of installing it and, and didn't have it seated right and all this. And then it kind of turned into more problems. But, you know, to, I would tell anybody out there, like, if you've got a good running car that, you know, it's just it runs good and stuff, just, you know, enjoy it for what it is. You know, some people get caught up on like, well, I want to LS swap it and I want to do this. I want to do that. And I tell people like, it took me a couple years just to get rolling, you know, for the most part. Cause you know, I, I go over yeah. stuff. So if you have something that's rolling, like go enjoy it, you know, or build a motor on the side. And then when you go to swap it or, you know, obtain one on the side, then when you go to do all the work, you can, you can be down for less time, you know? Yeah. Your downtime is going to be minimal. Yep. Yep, exactly. So what's your advice to, let's say, you know, we, we've got a pretty good listenership over here on the Lincoln Attic Podcast. And, uh, you know, some people pick us up a little bit on YouTube, mostly on like podcast app, you know, Apple Podcast app. Uh, what's your advice to someone uh-huh. that's like, man, you know, I, w- I want to be a part of these ratties, man. Like what um, what would you tell them? Like run run for the hills, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, dude, <laughs> yeah, I would say, hey, um, uh, yeah, I mean, that would probably be my, you know, I would probably say that just as a joke, like, hey, dude, you know, turn around and scram, you know, you don't want to do this. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It, it ain't a, <laughs> it, it's, it's no joke. I mean, we, we for real. Uh, and then I'd laugh about it, like, you know, hey, just come out and, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram. Um, and you see what we're about. You know, hey, if you're here local, 
hit us up and and uh, you know we, you follow us and we come out and we show up and you know roll out with us. I mean, it's if you like to cruise and like the car, you know, it's not just Lincolns. We got Cadillacs and you know all kinds of cars in, in that that roll with us. Um, you like old cars and you like to cruise and you know drink beer and make jokes. Come on out. Yeah, um, heck, heck, yeah. And it kind of it, it kind of it kind of weeds out a lot of people because there's some people that have been around that don't show back up, but they're just it's almost like they don't fit in. You know, what I mean, it's like a let's be honest, maybe, they're, they're maybe, just not ratty enough, man. <laughs> they ain't ratty enough, dude. You, you got to embrace the rattiness. I mean, it's it, once you once you swallow that pill, you're good. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm gonna forewarn all the <laughs> listeners. This is a joke, but are you like the head uh, gang leader of this gang, or is Roberto trying to kind of over? <laughs> is he trying to come and overthrow like a Tony Montana type hey. deal, Scarface, or what? <laughs> hey, no, it, it's uh, <laughs> you know we make jokes. That's right, funny right. that you bring it up because we make a lot of jokes that uh you know, and a lot of people like Sean and um Roberto. They're like, oh, the Rat King. You know, I'm the Rat King. Yeah, this and this man. And, you know, cheap. Chino will say it, a bunch of people. And then Sean made, Sean took a picture of, and you'll love it. And I'll, I'll, when I get done, I'll forward this to you so you can have it. Yeah. So the, remember the picture of Suge Knight in the red suit? Yes. And Snoop Dogg and, and Tupac's yep. wearing like a, and, and Tupac's wearing like a vest <laughs> and he's holding somebody. So Sean took that picture, right? Sean took that picture and put my face on Suge Knight, put Will's face on Snoop, and put Roberto's face on Pac. <laughs> Hey, it is the best analogy. You know, it sounds like, you know, Rusty out here running the rallies on the West Coast like Shug Knight. And I'm like, oh, man, you're killing me, man. Yeah, man. You're killing me. <laughs> but, no, there's there's no uh, hierarchy. There's no, you know, it's, you know, we have people, we, you know, we, we make our own shirts. We do stuff. And we've had people say, hey, you know, can uh, I make a shirt like this? I'm like, go ahead. Make a shirt. Dude. We're not, there's no, there's no board. There's no... Uh, chain of command, you know, just, you got something, you got an idea, make a shirt, make a koozie, whatever, put it out there, you know, some people might buy it, whatever. Yeah, um, there's, there's the Bloods, there's the Crips, there's the Hells Angels, and then there's the Ratties. The, Mon- <laughs> the Mongols, the, the Ratties, you know, we're, we're just trying to slide right in and, uh, you know, just make a name for us. Get your, and, uh, you know, just get the racket going, you know, <laughs> start kind of skimming some money here. Nah, just kidding. They're, listeners are like, man, where are these guys going? <laughs> But well, you might be, uh, you know, people start slinging these isotope wheels. I might start slinging hubcaps, you know, the yeah. 64, 65, get them polished and start doing a, a black market for it. Yeah, don't say that. I just lost a polished one recently. I should have taken it off. I was cruising uh, my car and it hit my buddy's truck, and I was like, no. I was more hey, upset that it hit his sound. truck. That, yeah. Tell me that's not the worst sound, that peak when it flies. On the interstate, you know, I was doing like 70. My, I said earlier, my uh, speedometer works, but it bounces a little bit like they do, and I know how to fix it. But, Uh uh, you know, it was bouncing. I was probably around 70, just cruising. I was like, dink. Ah. And then, dude, it hit the center column in Florida. You know, we've got the Uh lower kind of center deal. And I I swear to you, man, I looked over, and it was like 15 feet in the air. And then it must have came straight down on the center oh, column thing on the other side. And I went back the next day, I'll be honest. And, man, it was it was gone, dude. It probably hit the middle. You know, someone hit it with a tire, uh, and then it went flying. It was gone, man. But uh, one, one oh, more man. bites of the dust. But, you know, who I, I got to give a huge shout-out to. One of the raddiest guys, a real good dude. You know him, Scott McDonald, man. Oh, dude. One, dude. That guy, I can't say enough about him. You yeah. Know? And he finally got himself a... Uh, 
he got himself a real nice right. ratty. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's and he's like he's gunning for the king of the ratties with that one, man. I like it. He, he's got a three tone hood. He's got sixty five seats. I think his is a sixty three, but he's got sixty five but sixty five seats in it. Um, but yeah, Scott McDonald. I mean, I can't. I reach out to him every now and then, say hi, what's up, and uh, check in on the guy. But I've had questions and just little things, and he's like, text him. He's like, dude. Don't text me. Just call me. I'm better at talking than texting. Um, the, the guy's just is is 100. Yeah, he is, and I know Scott. Before you know, he went and worked over at the Devious Customs. Awesome, you know, crew there. He was kind of doing his own thing, and you know, he's a guy that would you know help anyone. And, uh, you know, I always appreciate it. I had asked him some questions early on, and he's like, oh, yeah, just hook it right here and this and that. And, you know, he's a good guy. He loves his Lincolns, and, you know, he's passionate about it. So I wanted to give him a shout-out. And then, you know, Jesse, he's been rolling. You know, he, he does his thing with the Lincolns and the Fords. He's kind of like a Ford guy. But uh, Jesse Perez, uh-huh. I know he kind of rolls around with you guys sometimes. But he's um, – I don't think he's ratty enough, man, is he? <laughs> nah, nah, Je- Jesse, Jesse's got a – uh, him and his crew there's a Lincoln life. Yes. Um, and they've been around, you know, for a long time and, you know, they stay, they, they're, they're out in Riverside and, you know, we, uh, we cross paths with them at, you know, slap test and love Jesse and the boys. And, you know, it's, it's kind of the same thing. They kind of do their thing. We do our thing. And then when we get together, it's, it's, it's all love. You know, we, we talked about it last year, uh, at slap test. Like, Hey, you know, it's, that's what it's about, you know? Through all the differences and all the drama, you know we're still here. But you know, let's just let's just go forward. Yeah, and uh, cool story. If you know when Jesse was, you know, he still slings the hats and the merch. I had bought one, one of my favorite hats. It got the patch on it, Lincoln Life. And I was out at uh-huh. SEMA. I've only been a few years, but I was out there one year, and my friends in uh, they're in a truck club, Forbidden Fantasy, and uh, we were they were having a pre party, and I was there, and I had the hat on, and um, ended up meeting a couple guys that were like, hey, you know Jesse? I was like, yeah, how do you know him? Oh, I'm Lincoln guy. You know, I'm a Lincoln guy too. And um, it was pretty cool because to me, you can wear something that has like a Lincoln logo like that, whether it's Jesse stuff or the Raddies and the Suicide Slabs are doing their thing. And, you know, you got a few different kind of crews, if you will. But, man, when people Uh see that Lincoln logo or something that – that kind of resembles or like that, you know, it's like, wow, like, boom, you start slapping hands and you start talking, you know? Yeah, that's. I mean, it, it it breaks down any barriers um, one might have. You know, when when guys meet, you, know, you, you you see the Lincoln, you know, the Ratty, the Lincoln logo, or the Ratties, or you know, whatever. And it's like, oh wait, this guy's, you know, like a brother. I mean, listen, wait, hold on, let's you know, let's let's, let's give this guy a shot. I mean, it's 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 a good icebreaker. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, dude, man, I was trying to think. You know, I was looking at some of my notes, and um, I was trying to think what else we wanted to hit on. I know, like you said, Ratfest is coming up. That's this weekend. And then Slabfest and then the Huntington Beach stuff, is that, like, all, like, post – or uh, no, uh, the, 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 um, the Ballast Point, is all that stuff still, like, postponed, or what's going on there? No, Ballast Point, we'll see about Ballast Point. There's another show in Huntington Beach that I just saw something in the gym – um, like the Huntington Beach Concourse, and I thought it said it got pushed back to October. I gotta find that thing because I just saw it the other day, and I meant to hit Jim up um, about it. Um, 
But no, Ballast Point, you know, the last Sunday of the month, we'll do that until the weather changes or, you know, it rains or... Um, but yeah, right now, this year is kind of up in the air, playing it by ear, and looking forward to you know, starting to plan more for uh, for next year, how we can get bigger. Yeah, man. I know, and John Cashman, you know, he's even told me a couple times, like, man, you need to come out here, and, and you know, and I, and I do want to. I, I kind of changed careers a little bit, so I have less... Uh, paid time off or vacation time or whatever. So I've got to kind of plan things accordingly. But now, you know, if I can get out there, I will. Now, now's the time to fly out, man. Air fl- airplanes uh, are cheap. Air, air, air round trips going to be cheap, huh? Yeah, my buddies, a uh, couple guys I know just flew up from Florida to Indiana for a, a big truck show or kind of truck run called Camp and Drag. And the, uh, one of the uh-huh. guys was telling me that. He paid something like sixty bucks round trip. I'm like, dude, you can't, oh. like, dude. That's nuts, dude. I mean, you would think sixty dollars yep. in fees. So I don't know if it was maybe a hundred bucks, and he said sixty. I don't know, but I just know that, dude. That I mean, that's a hell heck of a deal, you know. Well, if you're telling me now, if you if you plan on coming out this way, Southern California, I'd say give me like a month's note. I mean, give me a couple days' notice, and we'll round up a bunch of us. But you know, we get like a month. Notice and you go go live out here. We can put oh yeah ten, fifteen, twenty, maybe. I mean, and we can you know make it real big. You know, just to show the low, show the how the, how the ratties roll. Oh yeah, yeah. And the homie I was trying to think about earlier is sick S I K fabrications. He's the guy that I uh, he yeah. you know he rolls with some of those guys. He's built some cool dualies and of course Lincoln's. He's had his hand in a lot of stuff over the years. Now I can't let you off the hook yeah, without yeah. bringing this subject up. And the subject is Uh Roberto. (laughs) Now, Roberto and I were just messaging earlier, and I know you kind of mentioned him earlier. He would he had some things, some choice words to say, and I was like, I don't know if I want to say that. You know, you know, we can use profanity here. I don't know if the listeners really like it, but you know, he was kind of saying, you know, using some emoji. I don't know if I should kind of tell you which ones, but did you have anything to say about Roberto Tomeo? Hey, you know, man, fuck Roberto. There's a hashtag. It's been that way since the beginning. Um, he's just trying to play catch out. Roberto just hating. He's just hating on me. You know, fuck Roberto. I mean, that, it sounds so good. I mean, I see your koozie you post up. You and Tony got the koozie yes. um, two years ago, and I see it. I mean, you just look at the emoji, the middle finger, and Roberto. It just it looks refreshing. It looks, and when you say it, it feels so good when it rolls off your tongue. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Roberto. <laughs> I got to ask you this, though. So that photo on the koozie, I will post it. I mean, I always have it. I have it in my, like, GoPro bag. So, like, if I go on a trip, boom. it's I can't forget it because it's in there. So there's, like, a baby – I call it, like, a baby blue sedan. Is that his car? And what was the story behind that? So we were going to – me, Roberto showed up at Will's house and in Long Beach. So Roberto came from Wilmington to Long Beach. I came from Huntington. <laughs> we're going to meet at Will's house, and we're going to go go cruise. I hit the corner and I see Roberto with the hood open and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And so I switched the video and I video as I'm going by and I'm like, would you look at this ratty shit? What the fuck is this? And he's laughing. So I parked the car and then he's like, no, you broke down. What had happened is he pulls up and his radio, I think his radio went out and he tells Will, Hey, look, dude, you got a fuse. I got to hear him fix this for rusty. gets here. (laughs) And sees my hood open, and not more than like thirty seconds later, I hit the corner, and he's like, "Oh shit, too late!" So you, I couldn't even shut my hood. So I took the video. So from the video, I, I took, took the, the still. still picture. I made a picture of it, 
and I made still just to put on, I put it on the t-shirt, I put it on the koozies. Um, you know, it was just such a spur of the moment, um, opportunity. And it was just, it was just awesome. And just, um, shows like the badgering that, you know, the, yeah. the battles, me and Roberto go back and forth and people like, you know, people have asked like, man, why do you always, you know, fucking with Roberto? I'm like, man, that's, that's how we do it. That's, you know, it's, if I didn't fuck with him, he'd be like, what's wrong with you? You know, that's, <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and just so the listeners know, like when we post it up, it's all in good fun. You know, like as Bora would say, uh, we say funny joke and you, ha ha ha, you laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's, yeah, it, it's it's a it's um, man, fuck Roberto. I mean, if you, you say it, it's just it's it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait you to know? come out there and, and hang with you guys. You did mention earlier you got the beer, the Raddies. Now, is this kind of on the lowdown, or can someone buy it, or um, is it going to be coming to uh, Cali in the near future? So it's um, Ch- Chapman Beer, uh, Randy. He's got a sixty-two uh, pink pink sixty-two and. Um, he owns Chapman Brewery, uh, uh, a micro beer place here in, in the city of Orange. Um, one of my customers I've known for a while, and then he saw my Lincoln. He said, "Oh, I want to get a Lincoln." I'm like, "No, you don't. It's a headache, dude. Don't do it." He shows up at the Lincoln. So then he rolled out with us. He cruised. Us. He didn't. His Lincoln wasn't even running, but he would show up and cruise with us. And then he made a joke like, "Hey, we should do a beer. What about doing a beer after the rally?" So I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" He's like, well, it's my company. I can do whatever I want, you know, but we can make labels and this and this. And um, he kind of came up with the thing. We've had rolling with the Raddies, but he's like, what about rolling with the Raddies? Like, a lot of people just want to roll with you guys. You know, it's a, so he, he, it was kind of his put the first step forward. I'm like, dude, let's go. So we did a limited edition. Um, I think they canned like a thousand cans, sold out like in two weeks. Wow. Did another thousand, sold out like in three weeks. Um, so we do, we do them in runs. Um, and then for a while there, when COVID hit, he's like, shoot, what are we going to do? So he offered free shipping in California. So you could go to Chapman beer. If you lived in California, you could go there and buy a case of rolling with the ratties and it'd be free shipment in California. And you'd have it probably in two days, two or three days, depending on where you lived. Um, That's so amazing. yeah, it's, it, it's, um, they do have some distributors, they're working on it in Arizona, uh, Texas, some other stuff out this way. Um, yeah, it's going to be a limited edition. We'll do runs, but um, you know, there's always a will and a way. If uh, you want beer, there's there's a way to get it. Well, I got to tell you this, man. Uh, you better get those, um, you know, those copyrights and all that legal stuff done because the ratties are on the rise, man. And when that beer takes I, off, uh, man, you're going to be like, hey, man, okay, I want my cut now. <laughs> Oh, I, I want my kind of, you know, hey, just give me free beer. You know, let me just get some free beer. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, forget about it. So. Forget about it. Um, yeah, man. So what else, dude? Is there anything else I'm forgetting, man? Uh, no, nah, it's, no, nah, this is really just nothing really. I mean, it's a lot of little things, but, you know, we're, we're hard to start planning stuff when um, the restrictions that everybody's getting put on so um no we, we you know we want to do you know we want to go worldwide we want to be everywhere we got people everywhere and um i'd like to get out to the east coast i'd like to come up one of your guys shows surprise you guys oh yeah i mean it's you know trying to trying to plan things is uh 
just to kind of get out. I mean, I like shake the hands, give a hug, let's have a beer. Um, but this podcast is cool. I've never, this is my, I've never done a podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, so this, this is all never. So it's, it's like, uh, it's really cool. It's, it's way different. Um, I'd like to do the in-person stuff where we can laugh and, you know, slap each other and shake you. Hey, what's up? And hugs and, and, uh, drink a beer and, and you see the, the emotion, the, uh, the love face to face where it's like, God, it's, it's genuine, you know, genuine people. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's great, man. Lincoln people, we love our cars. We, we don't like breaking down, but, uh, you know, sometimes we <laughs> do and we just hold our heads high as one of the famous mini truckers mm-hmm. said hi. And, uh, that, you know, we just do the dang thing. <laughs> Yeah, hope you break down and I'm not around with my camera because you'll end up on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the next bestseller, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Or you'll end up on another, another koozie. Yeah, so it's the, T-H-E, Raddies, R-A-T-T-Y-S on Instagram. If they want merch, can they just DM you or Roberto? Yeah, you can um, just go on the on the Raddies Instagram and DM Roberto. Um, he runs the Raddies stuff. Um, we have different... Shirts, different hats, different colors, whatever. A bunch of new, bunch of little new things coming out. Um, Roberta will, you know, what size and what you're looking for, and we'll send pictures of what we got ready, um, and then send stuff out. Usually, if we got it, send it out the next day. Yeah, yeah, man. Hats, t-shirts, and then you've got the closed Facebook group. Uh, I don't think you uh, keep me honest. Do you have a Facebook page, or do you guys just stick to Instagram, and then you have the Facebook group? We have the Facebook group, uh, which is a private group. Um, and then the Instagram's open to the public. Yep, boom. So yeah, like I said, go out there. It's the Raddies. Give them a follow. Uh, then you give out your uh, personal Instagram. My Instagram is my m y sixty five s i x t y the number five my sixty five my sixty five and then r t m a y o one nine is Roberto Tomeo. He should just change it to yeah. like f Roberto or something, man. You know what I mean? You know. And- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, you say, you know, I'm gonna get off this call. And I'm gonna tell him, like, hey, Jason, Bob, we've had an epitome. You should maybe take your Instagram and, and just change it to Alberto. You well, know, make it easy. Make it, make it easy. Yeah, I kind of blew his head up a little bit ago. I just posted his car. You know, he had a cool photo in front of the Wilm- um, Wilmington heart of the harbor. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw him a bone. But yeah, he needs to maybe change his Instagram. Could you imagine his kids going, "Hey, Dad, what's your Instagram? I want to follow you." And they're, he's like, "Well, it, it's kind of a long story. It's uh, fuck Roberto." It's fuck Roberto. Oh, really? No, literally. No, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that and the kids? The kids are like, "Man, you're a legend, Dad." It's like, yeah, man, I kind of am. You know, going with the Raddies. <laughs> You're a, you're a legend. I <laughs> uh, love it, man. Yeah, I can't wait to come out and, so awesome. and roll with the Raddies. Uh, you know, they've got stickers available. They've got uh, merchandise with shirts and things like that, hats. And, you know, if you want to be a part of the Raddies, I, I'd say, you know, send them a DM and, uh, you know, get down with them because they got some cool stuff. And uh, I always love doing the little, little promo videos when I'm at shows. I try to keep the, the little stash in a, in a bag so I can grab the Raddy stuff, and boom, I've always got it. Thanks. That's the first thing I look for in the cup holder, <laughs> and I zoom the time away. That uh, there's the, there's the koozie. Perfect. Yeah, it's that product um, placement, man. <laughs> product placement. Always good for the product placement. You are. Yeah, man. Well, hey, my friend Rusty Wall, stay ratty, stay on the rise, as Tony Boss Bull and coined. And uh, you know, we're gonna do it. We'll we'll have to do it again here soon, man. Whenever you whenever you're ready, hit us up. We'll do a we'll get one with Roberto on here as well. Um, Maybe when Tony comes out here to deliver a car, um, we could do something else. But, you know, you're always welcome, brother. You ever make it this way, 
you know, you got to play fair. Heck yeah, man. I appreciate that. Well, hey, wish you the best. Go out there, guys. Follow him on Instagram. And I finally got up and did another podcast. So thanks again for your time, brother. Anytime, brother. You be safe, Jason. Take care now. Yes, sir. In Atlantic, the home front, poly apartments. One my party still jumps from dust to dawn, making me young. Cause I'm out late, smoking in the cup with the homies. 86 a day, don't feel like tripping tonight. So I get back, more concerned with my paper. Cause now I'm on contract, wondering if this meal ticket a guarantee. Me a way out of the east side of LB. But you know, like I know, ain't no place like home. Gone for a second, best believe that I'm back home. 24-7, where the love just don't stop. Comedy on deck to help the homies on the block. Get together, cause ain't nothing changed but my mood I might get to tweet and start to trippin' on food But I chill, I hang with them niggas that's real Headed to the east side, nigga, you know the deal And wonder where it all went Days at King Park when free lunch was the lick Hanging out, bagging with the homies on the block Some working jobs, others slinging rocks Blazing up that top, bumping shit from way back All my niggas in the cut, trying to keep away from flat Everybody drinking, so we all gotta stroll Some drinking eight ball others black and gold Gotta get my hair cut, so you know I got to peel Bailing back on PCH, on my way to Bobby Neal's Tighten up my fate, make a stop at VIP I'm on the lookout, the latest hit from DJ Warren G At night we step in cannons, trying to party with the skirts With a glass in your hand Time to put in work, the east I steady dipping, plenty drama in the name. One nine into the nine, folks keeping everything. Everybody still hanging Just out. Just the laughing, talking, cracking them jokes. Got the munchies like a mother, but we still gon' smoke. Look, I know I can't make it to the Nico tonight. And why is that? Chocolate tie got me through for the night. So carry on, cause I'm gone in the wind, my friends. Showing nothing but the love for the city I'm in. If you could groove to this, well then smoke. If you could move to this, well then loke. Because ain't no party like an east side party. Cause an east side party ain't no joke. If you could groove to this, well then smoke. If you could move to this, well then loke. Because ain't no party like an east side party. Cause an east side party ain't no joke. If you could groove to this, well then smoke. If you could move to this, well then loke. Because ain't no party like an east side party. Cause an east side party ain't no joke. at